My name is Brittany Wilkerson, and this is A Time to Heal. Hello, hello. I hope you are having an amazing day. So today there is so much I could talk about. Um, Yesterday and today, I have not had the greatest day. I um, have been having experiencing anxiety and stress and just self-doubt and stuff like that. Um, Got a lot going on, got a lot on my mind, got some stuff I'm trying to figure out. And this anxiety, this used to be my friend every day. And I am so grateful that it's not, that it's just a friend that comes to visit every once in a while. One of those friends are just like, you know, if you could just stay away, that would be awesome. But, um, so yesterday and today I've been, I've been experiencing this and yesterday I sat down and got a whole bunch of stuff on my to-do list done, which was super nice. It was so nice. Um, and today I was like, I don't, I don't want to deal with this again. And so I walked on my treadmill and you know what, man, just 10 minutes on my treadmill and I felt so much better. So I walked on my treadmill and then I worked on organizing my bedroom and guys it feels so much better so much better it feels so good it looks good I walk in and I'm just like oh like I can feel the energy it's just so nice so much so that I had to pause for a second to yawn because I was you know releasing some energy um so I've been thinking today about what I could talk about and like I said there's there's lots of things I could talk about but what it all came down to was self-compassion Um, self-compassion is something that I've been working on and as I have self-compassion in my life, oh, it's just so much, it's so much nicer. It's so much easier. Um, I don't have as much, I don't experience as much anxiety or stress. I don't beat myself up, you know, like I used to and just get in that perfectionist mode and I has to be like this and it has to be like that and I didn't do good enough and, and all those things. So I have a friend who last summer, I believe, um, she was reading a book called Self-Compassion, um, and it's by Kristen Neff, N-E-F-F, Ph.D. It's called The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself. Um, and I started reading it, and I have not read the whole thing because I have the habit of starting books and not and being like, man, this is really good stuff, and then I don't finish it. I have a bunch of books. <laughs> so I'm making a... TBR list 2019, going to put all these books where I can see them and read them this year because they're also good. But anyway, so, um, so since I read a little bit of this book, I've been putting that self-compassion into practice and you know, it's easy for us to have compassion for other people. And if you're like me and you like to know the definition of words, I love to look up the definition of words. Um, compassion, compassion is, um, being aware of other people's distress, discomfort, sadness, pain, hunger, um, hungerness, hunger, um, tiredness, um, and wanting to do something to help them about it. So we see other people and we're like, Oh, I know how that feels. I want to help them out. You know, we have a child that's crying. We want to hold them and make them feel better. Um, our spouse is having a hard, a hard day. We want to help them and make them feel better. We have friends that are struggling and stressed out and, you know, we want to be like, Oh, here, let me take your children so that you can have a break or whatever, you know, or taking a meal to someone like, Oh, I know you're having a hard day. Let me bring you a meal to help you out. You know, all these things we can do to have compassion or just talking to them or saying, you know, it's okay. Um, 
tomorrow will be better or things will work out or whatever, you know, all the things you say to someone who's having a hard day to help them out because you have that compassion for them. But then when we have the same exact experience, what do we do? You know, we're like, oh, you should have done better. You could have done this better. You should have done this. You should have done that. Um, You're just not doing good enough. Things like that. Um, We often don't give ourselves that same compassion that we'd give someone else. And you've probably heard this before, but I mean, would you speak to someone else the way you speak to yourself? Like if your child was having a really rough day or like they um, did an art, an art project, drew something for you and brought it to you. And like, so I have a first grader. Should I expect her to be a professional? You know, like, oh, you just didn't do that good enough. You should go try again. Or you shouldn't even try to draw pictures because you're not good enough. You know, you would never say that to someone or, you know, if your child's learning to do something or puts in the effort to clean their room, you wouldn't be like, oh, okay, so this is clean, but all this over here is a mess. You're just doing awful. Like it doesn't matter. You did this one good thing because everything else isn't done. So like I said today, I spent time organizing my bedroom and I would like to spend the whole day just organizing my whole house, but I just have other things to do, you know? And so that can wait until tomorrow. And so I'm in my bedroom and I'm like, oh, this feels so amazing. I just love it. And then I come into the kitchen and the dining room and the living room and I'm like, oh, it's still a mess in here. It does not feel as good out here as it does in there. Like this is just a mess. And, and I could feel my brain wanting to go into, oh, it's just not good enough. You're not doing good enough. You need to do more. You know, this is in here is a mess and it doesn't matter that you spent that time cleaning your bedroom because look at in here, you just wasted all the time in your bedroom and out here is still a mess, right? And so I just stopped and I told myself, you know what? My bedroom looks and feels amazing. I did so good in there. Um, this will get done too. You know, it's okay. This is a mess. Like it's not horrible. No one's going to be like turning me into being one of those hoarder shows, you know, or like, Oh, the worst, dirtiest house ever. You know, it will easily be picked up. And not only that, but when my family gets home, when Elise gets home from school, when my husband gets home from work, I can ask for help. You know, it's not like I have to do it all on my own. And we often expect ourselves to do everything and do it perfectly all on our own, as well as do everything else, you know, where other people were like, oh, you know, let me help you. Or, um, is there someone who can help you? It's okay that you aren't getting everything done because it's just impossible to do all the things, you know. The other thing I did today is I just walked for 10 minutes. I've been making an effort to walk 20 minutes. So I've been walking 20 minutes and working and my goal is to walk at least half a mile. And I keep telling myself, oh, I need to walk a mile. I know I can walk a mile. Um, and even though it would only take me like half an hour to walk a mile, I know that's long, but, or like 25, anyway, it wouldn't take me super long time to walk a mile. I honestly don't have half an hour in the morning to walk, you know, but if I don't do it in the morning, the chances of it getting done later is not going to happen. And so today I'm like, my purpose of walking today is to help me put me in a better mood to improve my mood because walking helps with mood. It helps with depression. It helps with anxiety. It helps with all that stuff. So I'm like, I'm just, that's my purpose for walking. My purpose isn't to win any awards, you know, not like I would, but, um, it's, it's not to go as fast and hard as I can. It's to help my brain It's to help my mood. 
And so I walked at a slower level and I told my at slower pace and I told myself I'm going to walk for 10 minutes and then be done and, and be okay with that. And I felt so much better after walking. It helped a lot and it helped a lot to not have to worry about what I thought I should be doing. And that's another thing I've been thinking about is shoulds. Are we doing things because we feel like we should or because we want to? So last night I was going to go to Zumba with a friend. I've been wanting to, I love, I love, love, love to dance. And so I've been wanting to add more dance into my life and just thinking I live in a small town. How is that going to happen? And then she posted on Facebook, go into Zumba. And I'm like, oh, go to Zumba with her. But it's in, it's half, half an hour away from my house and it's dark at night and it's cold out here. And I was so tired. I was so, so tired. And I just thought that I I didn't want to go, but I kept thinking I should go, I should go, I should go, I should go. Um, And so I messaged my friend and she said, oh, I can't go tonight because I had this thing come up. And I felt so much relief. And before I was sitting on the couch and I'm just like, I'm literally just exhausted. I'm so tired, so tired. I just want to go crawl into bed and be by myself and do nothing the rest of the night. I literally could go get in bed and sleep. And as soon as I talked to her and I knew I wasn't going to Zumba, I got so much energy back. And it's not that I didn't want to be with her or go to Zumba. I wanted to, but I was tired and I felt like I was going because I had to, not because I wanted to, but I had this voice in my head that says, if you don't go do this thing that you want to do, you're a bad person or whatever, you know, whatever it was saying is that I was failing that I had this opportunity given to me to go dance, to go do what I wanted to do. And if I didn't take the opportunity, I was failing. No matter how I felt, no matter how tired I was, I had to go do that. And so I'm grateful for the experience of the relief that I felt when I no longer felt like I had to go do something, that I was doing something that I should do. So, you know, I've been thinking about that too, about the things I feel like I should do. And there's um, a lady I follow on Facebook who I really like. Her name is Jess Euler. Oh, no. Anyway, she does. her Facebook group is called Limitless Business, and I really, really like her. She's just down to earth, just a good person. I really like her. And when you talk to her, she's so deliberate with her words, and I love it. She doesn't say have to or should or need to. She says, get, I get to do this. And so I've been, I've been working on being more deliberate with what I say instead of saying, I have to do this. I need to do this. I should do this saying I get to do this. I get to do this thing. I get to make dinner. I get to clean the house. I get to help my kids, you know, instead of having that, just that weight of, Oh, I have to do this. I need to do this. I focus on the things I get to do and just also focusing on how do I feel about this thing? You know, do I feel like I get to do this? Or do I feel like I have to do this? You know, is it a weight or is it a joy? Is it a privilege? Is it a burden? You know, how do I feel about that? Like, and there's, there are things that just need to get done. And I hesitate to say need. Sometimes it's hard to find a different word to say that the just, they need to get done in a day. You got to feed your family. You've got to, um, take care of them and take care of yourself and, and just different things. And if you have a job, go to work. But there's all these things that we put in our mind that we have to do that we don't. We don't have to have a sparkling, clean, perfect house every day. Our kids don't have to look perfect every day. You don't have to look perfect every day. Um, 
We don't have to serve a million people every day. We don't have to cook gourmet dinners every night. You know, just these things we don't, we don't have to do. You know, and there's, there's things that we don't do that we want to do that, um, if we weren't always doing all these things we felt like we had to do, we could have time to do the things we want to do and, and, and really enjoy that and bring that joy into our lives. So, okay. I feel like I've gotten a little off course here. Um, so hopefully it all strings together and makes sense. Um, so, so just back to the self-compassion, just, so my therapist asked me once to pretend that I was ministering, that I was, I was called to minister to my own needs. And if you don't know what minister means, it means to, to take care of someone. Like in my mind, ministering is doing for others what Christ would do if he was here on the earth. Um, and I just, I love that. And so, um, she told me, she asked me, she said, if you're Bishop, because I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, she said, if your bishop called you in and gave you a calling and your calling was to minister to your own needs, what would you do? And man, that really makes you think, doesn't it? Because like if I were to minister to the needs of my daughter, I know what I would do or my son or my husband or friends or other people in the ward, like easy, you know, but thinking about yourself, what do you need? Could you use a break? Could you use some downtime? Do you want to do something you enjoy? Do you, I don't know, guys, sorry, I have a hard time coming up with ideas, with um, examples on the spot, but what do you need? And so I want you to think about that. How would you minister to yourself in the way that the Lord would? Seriously, guys, that's powerful. And how can you show self-compassion to yourself? Like imagine that you're talking to someone else when you talk to yourself. Would you talk to someone else that way? And talk to yourself the way you would talk to to someone, to one of your loved ones, you know, just, just think about that and, and work on that and see what a difference it makes, especially coming into February and it's the love month. And let's, let's focus on loving ourselves, you know, wouldn't that be awesome? And just the, the difference it would make, because when you love someone else and they're having a hard time and you love them and just the way it helps them and supports them and comforts them and helps them to grow you know, and, and just feel secure and stable and loved. So, okay, guys, I feel like I've talked your ear off long enough, but, um, I really feel like this is important. So do that, do that in your life. And if you guys have comments about how it's going, I would love, love to hear it or ways that you show yourself self-love. I'd love to hear that too. So, okay, guys, until next time.